Welcome to Granite State Golfers with Micah. I'm an avid amateur golfer in New Hampshire. This podcast dives into the stories of the top amateur golfers in my home state. We are about to tee off. Please join me. This episode features Danny Arvinitis. Danny is well known in the New Hampshire golf community due to his accomplished career and his fun personality. He recently won the New Hampshire Senior Championship for the first time. With that win, he has won the big three, the State Am, the Mid Am, and now the Senior Championship, something that was important to him, which you will hear in our conversation. We also talk about being a high school golf coach, why he carries two putters, and our mutual love of band and dunes. We had a couple audio issues early on when we recorded this, so my apologies for that. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Danny, and thanks as always for sharing this podcast with your friends. Well, Danny, welcome to Granite State Golfers, and thanks for coming on the show this morning. It's a pleasure to be on with you, Micah. Let's start with your big win last week, winning the Senior Championship. Uh, Congratulations. This is a a 36-hole event that I believe, because of weather, was, uh, was not shortened, but you guys had to play 36 holes in one day over at Keene, which is a lot of golf, especially competitive tournament golf to be playing in a day. Does that change your mindset when you know you've got to play 36 holes in a day? It does. Uh, we've played it before the New England amateur back in my younger days. You know, the last day you would walk 36 holes. Uh, it would be a 72 hole tournament. We also did it in our stroke play event, uh, which was 36 holes with carts the last day. This now, nowadays it's 54 holes in both events. I think it was, uh, it was getting tough the last day. You know, weather sometimes, uh, would cause havoc, but at Keene, I I had just gotten we I had played the Manchester City on over the Labor Day weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And again, we got canceled on Monday for rain. So we knew it was going to rain on Tuesday, you know, and you prepare to go up there. But I had a feeling we were going to get canceled. So I knew we were going to play 36 the last the the last day or I should say, you know, the one day tournament. And uh, I liked it. It was fast golf, which I like playing fast. You know, they gave us a half an hour break in between, but uh, you played with the same people and it it was good. I mean, uh, I thought uh, I thought the event went well. It was well organized. Speaking of playing with the same people, who were you paired up with this year? I was paired up with Mike Blair and Andy Honeywell. Again, I've played with them uh, in the past. Uh, You know, we get older, but, you know, the connections are still there. Yeah. And how were you feeling about the state of your game going into this tournament? Very good. You know, let's go back a couple of uh, months ago, um, Micah, this, at the State Am, I was having issues putting. You know, you want to call it the yips? Yeah. You know, we get older, uh, I guess that happens. You know, it happens to Bernard Langer. Uh, you see them with the long putter, Adam Scott. Yeah. I was really struggling. And, geez, you know, sleepless nights. I mean, you know, you can't make a three-foot putt. You know, it's 50-50. So uh, the pro at Derry Field, Corey Mansfield, uh, who putts with the long putter, said to me, here, try this. Uh, he said, stick with it, though. And, you know, I stuck with it. At first, it was weird. You know, the, the head would float. Uh, but then then I got used to it. And now those three, four foot 
you know, I'm 90%. You can miss anything, but I'm 90% where before I think I was 30%. It was bad, but yeah. you know, my game is in really good shape. I've always been a good putter and, uh, you know, back to where it was and uh, the scores are good. That's great. So you have, you play the first 18 holes, you play well. At what point when you're starting the second 18, are, at what point are you aware of your position? And I guess what I want to hear about, given how much competitive golf you've played in your career, you know, at what point in the second 18 are you thinking, I'm in a good position, I've got a chance to win this thing? And like, what's your mindset as you start that second 18? You know, the, the first, okay, so 18 holes, I really didn't know where I stood. I have uh, Phil Pleat and Bobby Milkaz in late around me. So I started before they came. Nine, I was one under the front nine. So that put me at even pop for the tournament through 27 holes. I tried to look at the scoreboard. I really couldn't get the scores. So I just figured I was in good shape. So we played the back nine, and Mike was playing very well, Mike Blair. I had him by probably four going into the last nine, but we were going neck and neck. And when I really thought, hey, you know, I got a really good shot is when I got to the 15th hole. Uh, in the, in the morning, I made a bogey on the hole. It's a short hole, but I hit a lousy drive, but this time I hit a really good drive made par and, you know, I got three holes to go and I'm saying to myself, geez, you know, just no mistakes, hang in there, don't do anything stupid. And, uh, 16 at, uh, Keynes, a pretty uh, tough hole, uh, dog legs, right. I, I used my head, hit two hybrids, a nine, nine on the green, two putted. So I go to 17 and I got Mike probably by four. I don't know how anybody else is doing, but I'm sitting one over par for the tournament, which I thought was pretty good. And 17 to King goes uphill. It's got a really tough green. So I knock it. Geez, it looked like a hole in one, but I knock it 10 feet by the hole. And it was such that it was so downhill. I couldn't keep the ball. You know, I think I put it eight to 10 feet below the hole after that. It went by the hole. And I, and I, Actually, my next putt was hanging on the lip. So I bogeyed the hole, but I says, oh, boy, you know, here we go. You know, and then uh, 18, I did par and I saw it stacked down there. And I asked him, you know, stack, how'd you do? And he told me uh, he bogeyed the last two holes was three over. So I needed to two putt uh, on the green to to beat him. And I did. So I just waited for, uh, for Phil to come in. Cause Phil was the only guy that was really up there at the time. As I was told, he, he birdied the last hole, but I beat him by two. So, uh, yeah, I won the tournament. It was nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, let's, let's go back. Um, tell me where you grew up and when did you get into the game of golf? Uh, where was that when you started playing and who, who got you into the game of golf? Well, uh, you know, I grew up in Manchester, right in the heart of Manchester, probably 700 yards away from Derryfield Country Club. Okay. So uh, we had a very good neighborhood here. Uh, you know, Stevie Schubert, uh, who played uh, NFL ball. My next, he was two uh, houses down from me. We played a lot together. But my father had health issues, uh, and he was in his high 40s. Um, and a doctor said to him, uh, you know, George, uh, I think you should, uh, you know, maybe go get some, uh, take up a sport to get some exercise. It'll be better for your heart. And he took up golf and I took up golf with him. And I was probably nine years old at the time. 
So we uh, joined Derryfield Country Club. I remember I broke my piggy bank to get $25 to join at the time. And, um, you know, it's been a love affair ever since. That's great. And what high school did you go to? And was there a golf team when you were in high school? Yeah, I went to Central, um, Central High. Uh, we had a very good golf team. Uh, you know, at the time, I think it was eight eight people that were on the team. And uh, we had a very, very good uh, team. Back then, it just golf with the juniors, golf was more they, they, they played more. There was just more numbers. Uh, nowadays you don't get the numbers like we did back then. And, uh, no, we had a very, very good team. Great. And what did uh, you get out of high school? What's next for you? And what does golf look like right when you get out of high school? Well, I got out of high school, uh, Mike, I was, uh, you know, pondering, Hey, what do I want to do? You know, I applied to a, a golf back then. There was only a couple of, uh, you know, colleges, uh, Wake Forest, you know, uh, Oklahoma state, but y- we didn't know much about scholarships and that back then it was, it was hard. Uh, only a select few got into some of those colleges. I applied to the university of Tampa got in and I was going to go down there and, you know, see, play golf and see where it leads. But uh, I never went down there, never made it. So my next stop, I was probably 20, 21 years old. I applied for a job up at uh, Ball Peak Colony Club up in uh, Moultonboro, a really, really private, nice golf course. And I got the job there and, uh, you know, I got into the uh, PGA program. I was an assistant up there and, uh, you know, we'd work, uh, 12 hours a day, seven days a week. You get out, you go play, uh, nine holes, uh, after, uh, after your shift and, uh, you know, wait till dark, but the, the work up there, you know, it was just, it was just too many hours and uh, I missed playing competitive golf. So I left there and got my amateur status back. I was suspended for two years, uh, back then. And they were, it was tough. If you made any kind of money at the game, uh, they, they, they kind of, they, they put it to you a little. So, uh, two years after that, uh, you know, I got my amateur status back and, uh, just started playing all the tournaments. And let's go into some of those tournaments. So you've won some of the, the big ones in the state. Um, you've won one of the state AMs and you've won the, the mid AM four times, I believe. Let's talk about, talk, let's talk about one of those tournaments. And interestingly, one of the things that's um, great about golf, and this has come up with some of the other uh, people that I've interviewed. And, you know, I remember this com- this part of the conversation with Bob Mealcars, which is the time span between victories. I know Bob had, you know, pretty significant time span. And I think for you, with your four mid-am titles, I think between your first and your last, it was close to close to 20 years. But maybe talk to me about your first mid-am victory, what you remember about that. And let's talk about the stadium that you won. Well, the mid-am, Mike, I think I was 30 years old when they started it. So you're going back 39 years now. My And at the time, you had to be 30 years old. It was 30 and above for the mid-am. Nowadays, it's 25 and above. But I remember my one of my best friends, Johnny Lewandowski, who's also won a stadium, he won the first two mid-ams. And then the third one, I won. And I'll never forget, I won it at Kachiko Country Club. And 
I won it in a playoff. Uh, it was extremely windy. The greens were extremely fast. I beat Jerry Maxfield on the first playoff hole. So that was my first title, uh, major title in New Hampshire. And then I won, uh, I won the mid-am the next year. Uh, so in the course of four years, me and, uh, you know, Johnny, who, uh, we played a lot of golf together. We won the first four mid-am. So, you know, wow. I've won a couple since then. And, um, you know, that started, uh, really started me on my winning ways. Uh, if, if you can, it's hard to win, Micah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, you know, I give geez, Phil plate, Bobby Milkas, all the credit in the world. Those guys have won so much just to win one a major title is fantastic. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about your stadium win in 2001. Uh, what course was that held out held that and what do you remember about that tournament so that was uh back in uh 2001 so that was at north Con- north conway country club i remember i was 46 years old at the time now wait a minute. no i was 48 excuse me 48 my math's bad and uh yeah, I, di- I didn't go up there with any expectations you know i'm 48 years old you know i'm still playing good but uh you know a lot of good kids uh are playing but uh, I go up there and, uh, you know, qualified good. Um, won my first match against a club mate, uh, Jimmy Haggis, that, uh, you know, tough match. But I kept winning. And, um, you know, it was funny. I, I get into the finals. And who do I play? My cousin's son, Josh Allen. So, <laughs> you know, there's that was kind of tough. But uh, I just remember playing. I played so good in the uh, the morning round. Um uh, I was probably three, four under par. I had a six up lead and uh, you know, you got to take a break. Do I want to take a break? No, I want to keep going. You know, 36 holes, you take a break, you have lunch. I want to keep going, but we took a break. I remember Josh came out the back nine, the front nine, I should say uh, a buddy, my buddy, Johnny Lundowski says to me, just make pars, just make nine, get make pars and you're going to win. Well, what do I do on that 18 on the next 18 holes? I make nine straight pars on the front nine. But I lose four holes because Josh shoots four under. So wow. my my six up lead now goes to two up, and I'm saying to myself, "Is anything ever going to come easy in the stadium?" You know, I've tried since I was 16 years old to win it. So you know, I've had some close misses. Uh, it just never went my way. And I says, "Oh boy," but you know, as, as things went on, I remember we went to the uh, 15th hole. I was two up. I'm on the green. Josh has already made four. It's a par three. And what do I do? Micah, I three putt. I three putted from about 18 feet. And, you know, was it a little nerves? Of course it was. So instead of uh, being three up with uh, three to go, now I'm only two up. So, but that's okay. It's still a nice lead. I make a very good putt on 16 uh, to have the hole. So two up with two to go to go. And I win 17. I win three and one. And, you know, I just look up at the skies and say, thank God. That's awesome. And I love how vivid those memories are for you. Oh, sure. That's great. You've also qualified and played in some national USGA events. I think I was reading that you've played in three of the USGA mid-ams? I think overall I've played, I think it was three uh, mid-ams, two uh, pub links, 
and I've, I've been in two uh, uh, USGA seniors and uh, I think five or I think six state team ones, the USGA state team ones, which were, you know, three people would go from the state. Uh, uh, they don't have that anymore. So I think overall, I've gone to 13 uh, USGA events, which they're fantastic. You know, any any of those you want to uh, recall or tell a story about? You know, I've had, uh, you know, I've, I've had a little success uh, uh, in the, I've, I've qualified for the mid-am, I'll tell you why not. So it's at Stanwich Country Club. So we go down there, me and my caddy, Timmy Leonard, and I qualified, uh, two good courses, uh, round tree. I think, uh, president Bush's, uh, grandfather, uh, either was a president or founded the golf course down in Connecticut, Greenwich, Connecticut and uh Stanwich country club, which was the main site, which was, uh, you know, a great venue. <clears throat> so I, I qualify, uh, eh, did I qualify 35th or something like that, but I qualified. Okay. So I'm playing this guy, Trip Davis. Now, I don't know Trip Davis from uh, Adam and a short guy. And I says, geez, OK, we'll see what happens. Uh, well, this uh, short guy uh, turned out to uh, he kicked my butt pretty good. I think he beat me five and four. But Trip Davis played on the Hogan tour and, wow. uh, and I could see and I could see it in him. Uh, nice guy. Uh, he could play. And, uh, you know, that was one of my, you know, he's, he's an architect now. Um, and I, I get a card from him, uh, every year. And he, uh, that was, uh, that was a good experience. I've had a couple good experiences in the, um, the seniors, uh, one year, I think I qualified third. Uh, to get into match play, won my first match. That was at Wade Hampton Country Club up in Cashiers, Carolina. Uh, lost my second match. And then last year, I went to the Country Club at Detroit, qualified, uh, and lost my first match one down to a guy. Uh, but, you know, I've had, you're going to say I've had a, a lot of success in it. No, but, you know, it's hard out there. I mean, you don't realize how good these people are in the rest of the country. Right. Well, that's that's a, a great record to be in that many USGA events. Let's go more local. Let's go back to Dairyfield, where you've been a member. It sounds like basically your entire life. How many club championships have you won at Dairyfield? Like, uh, you know, I don't know, to be honest with you. It's been a few, you know, uh, there, was a, <laughs> there was a stretch about 15 years that I didn't play in it due to work. I was working weekends at the post office, so I just didn't play in them. You know, I retired in 11, I think in the course of the last, is it the last 11 or 12 years? I'm pretty sure I won 10 of them. Wow. Uh, you know, one of the seniors, I think 11 of them, you know, because we have a, the seniors also. So uh, I've had some pretty good success up there. Uh, you know, home course advantage, as they say. I mean, I've been <laughs> playing up this, you know, you know, give or take in 60 years. You know, I've probably been a member up there uh, 55 years. Yeah. So, you know, you know, the course a little bit. Yes. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> one of the sections I'm doing in these interviews is to talk about what's in the bag. So let's talk about what you're currently hitting for clubs. Let's start at driver and, and walk me down through your putter. Uh, what, so tell me about your driver right now. Putter or putters? <laughs> this is a good story. Okay. But the putters, especially, um, my driver is the, uh, Callaway, uh, Epic max. Now I've had that Mm, three years. And I'm a tinker of clubs, Mike. Uh, you know, everybody knows that I'll go, I'll, 
I'll try a club every week uh, at times, but I've stuck with this club the last three years. I can't find anything I hit better. And, you know, it, it goes straight. It goes enough distance for me. Uh, you know, of course, I'm 50 yards behind the kids, but, uh, you know, that's uh, that's old age. But and uh, irons, I have uh, the Sim 2 TaylorMade irons, which, again, I can't find any. I've had those for three years. I can't find anything I like better. Uh, I've tried, but I, I stick with those. And putters, uh, well, this is a good story. Uh, so now what I do is I carry two putters. I carry a short putter for putts from six feet and out and everything that's six feet in, I use my long putter and it's funny. I'll step it off. I'll step off two paces. And if it's six feet, that's what I, I use my long putter. Well, it's working for you. Uh, back to, uh, some of your woods. What do you, do you hit fairway woods? I do. I do. I have a, uh, again, I've got a, uh, a Callaway Epic. Uh, uh, it's a three wood, but I've lofted up to 17. So it's, it's more a four wood. Yeah. And I've been using that. You know, I could probably hit it you know, 220. Yep. And what do you play for a ball? A ball. I play the Titleist uh, Pro V1X. I've always used that. Again, I can't find anything I like better. How do you mark your ball? So right over, right under the Pro V, it'll say Pro V One X with the two arrows. I'll put three dots, right on the dimples, three dots. So that, that's my identification marks. And is there a reason for the three? I, I don't know. I just did it one day, and I've kept doing it uh, ever since. You yeah. know, I really don't know why. <laughs> this this next section I call gimmies. So these are short questions, like short putts. But as you know as you've been telling us about your putting, sometimes the short ones aren't necessarily easy, but these should be pretty oh, easy. Questions. Okay. Um, what's your favorite course in New Hampshire? Oh boy. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, ball peak, you know, anyway, I got to put, uh, I mean, my second choice would be Manchester country club ball peak. I mean, it's very unique. It's not long. But boy, you gotta you gotta place the ball perfect. It's a Donald Ross, and uh, the greens are really fast. I mean, it's 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 shot making course. And Manchester, I played Manchester. God, uh, I caddied there a few times uh, back in the young days. Uh, I just I love Manchester. I just think it's a great uh, it's a great layout. Yep. Uh, next question: What's your current favorite club in your bag? Uh, my driver. Yeah, it sounds like you've uh, you found something special there. Yeah, I hit it. I hit it pretty straight. Uh, you know, you know. Nowadays, uh, you know, they get they they keep the rough up pretty high at, at some of these courses, uh, and uh, you got to hit fairways nowadays. Yeah. Um, multiple choice on this one. If you have a choice between a smoked driver, a flushed iron shot, and making a long putt, which of those are you want? Are you going to take? Making a long putt. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a current favorite PGA and or LPGA player that you like a lot? Um, I like Rory a lot. I just think he's very honest. Uh, I love his game. Um, he's uh, very down to earth. And the women, jeez, oh, I mean, I like them all. Uh, women golfers, uh, you know, the quarter sisters are, are good. I always, I watch them a lot. Uh, who's the other one? Call, uh, what's her first name? Uh, Lydia? 
Cole. Yeah, I like I like her game a lot. Yep. Last one in this section. Is there a course on your bucket list that you haven't yet played anywhere in the country or frankly in the world that you'd love to be able to play? Uh, God, this, uh, yeah, I played a lot of good ones. Um, it's getting on them. That's hard. Um, uh, I probably Oakmont, you know, I see how they call That's tough. So tough. That'd be a nice place to go play. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That place looks great. Yeah. And maybe Pebble beach, you know, just for the vistas, you know, I've played Bandon dunes, which was a beautiful, uh, beautiful place on the Oregon coastline. And, uh, you know, I, I Pebble be nice. I, uh, I got to go to Bandon a handful of years ago and boy, what a, what a special set of courses that is. Yeah. Beautiful. I played the, uh, the USGA mid-am there, me and uh, Craig Steckowitz both qualified for it. We went out together. We had a ball. Uh, the trouble is I played, uh, I played the, uh, the dunes course. It was clear as anything. No, hardly anyone. Beautiful day. Next day it turns around. I go play banded trails. It poured on us every hole. It was it was tough golf. Yeah, the so uh, the year I was there. there, we experienced all sorts of weather, which which is what you get there at those links courses. And one of the rounds we had on trails sounds like the same weather you had. It was just nasty wind, nasty rain, sideways. But boy, what a beautiful course just once you climb that little hill and you get into that forest land back there it's something special oh yeah it is and it, uh, My, micah it the course out there it drains so good because they had i remember they took us off the course after i played seven holes i played in the afternoon it poured so we waited two hours and then it was dry as anything we went out and played uh the rest of the round yeah that's yeah, pretty amazing out there in addition to your own golfing career You've also been the coach at the Dairyfield School coaching their golf team. How long have you been coaching there? Um, Mike, I've been coaching for, Jesus, 12, this is my 12th year. I started with my, uh, when I uh, retired from the post office, I uh, started with my son uh, at Southern New Hampshire University and then went over to Dairyfield, needed a coach. So I went over there and I started, uh, that was back in uh, 2011. Wow. And how's the team looking for this year? You know, we got, I've got a really good team. I've got uh, a couple of seniors on it who are very, very good. They've been with me for four years. Right now, I, we're 12-1. and one. Uh, We just had our last match. We had our best uh, score total of the year. So uh, we're looking good. We should uh, contend for the title this year. Division wow. three. What, uh, so last match, so it's already, what, it's mid-September? Is the se- when, when do the playoffs start? Playoff start, uh, Micah, in uh, on I think it's October thirteenth. Now we had three matches in before school even started this year. Oh, okay. So that was good because towards the end of the year you get it gets dark. You know, you start at three thirty. Uh, if you don't have shotgun starts, it's hard to get the kids in by uh, you know six thirty. Right, right. And where's the um, where's the championship held? Championship this year is going to be at Wyndham Country Club. Okay. Good. Well, good luck in the playoffs. Thank you very much. Well, just to wrap things up, Danny, um, it sounds like golf has been a part of your life for close to 60 years. You've had some tremendous success winning some significant tournaments. So my last question that I'm asking folks is, why do you love this game so much? I don't know. Maybe it's, Micah, maybe it's the competitors in me. 
you know, uh, I'm pretty competitive. Um, and I just, I like being out there. I like being with people, the friend, my friends, um, you know, to walk, I walk a lot. I have a electric, uh, a golf cart that I just walk all the time. It's got a battery and, uh, it's just nice. And you meet a lot of people and it's good. It's good socializing. It's good, uh, camaraderie. Uh, yeah, I just, I just, uh, that's just been my life. That's awesome. Well, thank you for your time, Danny. I really enjoyed talking with you. Um, it's great to hear about some of your stories and I uh, appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, Micah, thank you very much. Uh, you know, uh, I just think, um, you know, that win was very, very special to me the last week because it uh, it's more or less uh, the three, uh, the, the big three uh, tournaments in New Hampshire, uh, the stadium, the mid-am and the seniors. Uh, and, you know, I finally uh, I finally won uh, the, the last uh, the last leg of it. Yeah. Well, congratulations <laughs> on the big win and congratulations on a tremendous career. And thank you, Micah. Thank you for listening. Granite State Golfers is produced by Dew Sweeper Productions. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next time, tee it up, have fun, and go low.